Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes or so, but each day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word, and even for this little bit of time each day, that helps keep us strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Help somebody in your life become stronger in their faith by getting them into God's Word through these short studies every day. Share through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody come to God. You may help somebody ultimately get to heaven by sharing these short studies with them every day. What a, what a great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to bring our line of thought and study to a close today, talking about a particular serious, and I'm, I'm afraid, spreading, and I'm afraid it is rapidly spreading across our nation, a heart problem that's called laziness. Now, if we were talking about a physical heart problem that was taking place that was developing within the lives of, of, of countless citizens within our nation due to some kind of infection, a viral or a bacterial infection of some kind, well, we'd be all over it, wouldn't we? We'd be hearing it on the news all the time. There would be, you know, the, the medical profession and, and, and the, the CDC and everybody, they'd be talking about what needs to be done to bring this to an end, to curtail it, to deal with it effectively, to, you know, try to uh, inoculate us against it. The news would go on and on and on. The focus would be overwhelming. But this is a heart problem that is not talking about a physical heart problem. It's talking about a heart problem that has to do with our mindset, with our focus in life, with our morals, with our conscience, with our soul. We're talking about people who are just perpetually, habitually lazy by choice. And laziness is a choice. It's not forced upon us. It's a choice. And so we've been looking in God's Word. We looked at a particular text of Scripture in Second Thessalonians chapter six, chapter I'm sorry, Second Thessalonians chapter three, and beginning with verse six and going on down through, on down through verse fifteen, where the Apostle Paul went into some detail talking about and dealing with and even giving the commandment that you need to not allow that lazy person to continue in their laziness. Now, he's focusing particularly upon the church, and he says, you know, that's a disorderly lifestyle. It's an ungodly lifestyle for a person to not work when he could work, to not take care of himself and his family when he could take care of them. But he simply chooses to not do so, to, to not doing so, because he's too lazy to work. He says, you, you, don't, you don't let that, ha- let that just go unnoticed and undealt with within the church. Well, let's make the broader application. It also applies, obviously, to our culture. But we're not dealing with it effectively, are we, in our culture today? In fact, we are actually contributing to its spread. And that is becoming more and more self-destructive to our culture and to our nation. Because work, hard work, 
consistent working for a living supports the culture and supports the character of the nation. Well, we want to be benevolent, we want to be compassionate, but we need to make some corrections along the line in our programs that at this point are being abused and taken advantage of and are actually contributing to the enabling of people simply being lazy, not wanting to work and expecting to be taken care of by the government or by somebody in their life because they think they deserve it. You need, you're supposed to take care of me. No, you're supposed to work for a living. That is the way of not just godliness, but that is the way of natural humanity. You work for a living. Well, as I said, we're going to finish up our study. We've looked at a whole lot of different texts of Scripture, but we're going to, we're going to look at some other descriptive terms that vividly portray laziness. Interesting, some of these terms. Laziness is described as being slothful. Have you ever seen a sloth in a zoo? Boy, it may be hanging there upside down by some branch on a tree, and then it starts to move, and boy, it moves in super slow motion. And that's the idea of, a, of, of being slothful. A sloth is an animal that moves so slowly that its very appearance provides a graphic visual aid on the concept of laziness. In Proverbs 18 and verse 9, we read, He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. Sluggard is a similar term. The wise man paints a stark contrast between a lazy, unproductive sluggard moving in slow motion to a busy, industrious ant. Look at those ants. They move, don't they? They're workers. The text reads in Proverbs 6, verses 6 through 11, go to the ant, you sluggard. In other words, you lazy person, look to the ant for, for a lesson. Consider her ways and be wise, which, having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? Lazy person, in other words. When, when will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep? So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler and your need like an armed man. Again, Proverbs 6, verses 6 through 11. And so the lazy person may wonder, how'd this happen? What happened? I got no food in the, in the cabinet. No food in the refrigerator. My landlord is going to evict me because I, I'm, I'm four months behind on my rent. How'd this happen? But you were too lazy to get a job, to earn a living, to buy the food, to pay the rent. Idle is a synonym for lazy, and idleness for laziness. In another passage of Scripture, in all labor there is profit, but idle chatter leads only to poverty. Proverbs 14 and verse 23. A virtuous wife is described as one who does not eat the bread of idleness. In other words, she does not practice an idle lifestyle, a lazy lifestyle. Proverbs 31, verse 10, and also verse 27. 
Idleness was a characteristic of wicked Sodom that led to her downfall. Ezekiel 16, verse 49, look, this was the iniquity of your sister Sodom. She and her daughter had pride, fullness of food, and abundance of idleness. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. In instructing the church as to how to minister to widows, Paul stated, I desire that the younger widows marry, bear children, manage the house, give no opportunity to the adversary to speak reproachfully. 1 Timothy 5 and verse 14. In other words, become productive. Take up the productive lifestyle. One reason for this instruction was Paul's assessment that younger widows who stayed single would tend toward idleness. Verse 13 says, besides, they learn to be idle, wandering from house to house, and not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies saying things which they ought not. Again, 1 Timothy 5 and verse 13. And that's basically parallel to what Paul warned about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses, verses uh, 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 6 through 15. He talked about the, the idle person or the lazy person, the non-productive person being a busybody or becoming a busybody because they have so much idle time on their hands. Tough love. We hear about that sometimes, don't we? Tough love? Well, love and compassion, desire to help the needy, desire to provide for the poor. But there is a difference between a person who is poor due to overwhelming circumstances over which he has no control. Maybe he has a physical handicap. Maybe he has a mental handicap. Maybe he's become injured in some way. Maybe he's contracted a debilitating disease that will not allow him to work a job. Maybe there's been an economic downturn and and he cannot find a job. He's looking. He continually looks, but he can't find one. That's not what we're talking about. There's a difference between a person who is poor due to overwhelming circumstances that are out of his control. And in spite of his best efforts, he tries to find a job, but he just can't. Or he tries to do a job, but he can't do it. There's a difference between that person and a person who simply settles into a lifestyle of idleness or laziness. (laughs) Again, the Proverbs repeatedly admonish that the rod of correction is needed to to, to, to bring an undisciplined person into a proper lifestyle. Proverbs 22 and verse 15, 23 and verses 13 and 14. 29 and verse 15. Sometimes the rod of correction is simply the refusal to continue to support and encourage a person in his self-destructive lifestyle, whatever that might be. And we're talking about in this study, laziness, choosing to be lazy. At some point, and that point has to be determined on an individual basis, love has to get tough, has to get tough enough to say, I love you too much to help you continue in a self-destructive lifestyle of laziness and idleness. I will not support you in that lifestyle any longer. That person eventually should come to his senses 
and realize I got to work for a living. We'd like to help you in your lifestyle. We'd like to help you in your spiritual life. We'd love to send you a free Bible study through the mail or to talk with you, to study with you either by email or by phone or by snail mail. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link and you can contact us that way. Or you can phone us at 402-498-8397, 402-498-8397. You can write to us at Sunny Slope Church of Christ, 3606 North 108th Street in Omaha, Nebraska. Or if you're in the Omaha area, you can come and see us. Our, our Bible classes begin on Sunday mornings at 9.30, followed by worship at 10.30. Sunday evening worship and, and further Bible study begins at 6 o'clock each Sunday evening. And on Wednesday evenings at 6.30, we come back together for midweek Bible classes. You're welcome to any and all of these services. We'd like to help you find God's way for your life by helping you to understand his word better. Contact us. Let's pray. Father, help us to not be idle, to not be lazy, but to do the work that you have blessed us to be able to do and guide us, guided us to be able to do. Help us, Father, to take our responsibilities to work for a living for ourselves and for our families seriously and responsibly. Guide us to be your followers that you want us to be, dedicated, faithful, obedient, and productive, Father, we pray. And in all of that, to give you glory. Please be merciful with us, Father, we pray, please, and please forgive us of our sins. Hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.